Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is June 23rd, 2020. And on today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're actually going to go back a few days because I decided to take a few days off myself. So we need to backtrack on Sunday, June 21st, 2020. But before we do, I want to give a big thanks to the Anchor platform for allowing me to easily upload these podcasts, these episodes to you, the listeners and everyone else pretty much around the globe because I'm starting to see that I am reaching the not only the United States where I'm from but I'm also reaching Argentina Australia Japan Canada and Germany so far that's where I'm at that is awesome 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 that anchor allows me to do it just so easy it's so awesome to see that I, I, I'm being heard in Germany, in Japan, in Argentina. That is awesome. So with that said, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and get started with our podcast. Before we get started with the top 10, I want to remind you that there is a Discord channel available and I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, make sure to reach me out either through the Anchor Podcast or through the Discord channel. So with that said, let's get started with the top 10. The top 10, let me see, we're actually going to change it up a bit here. Let's go with the top 10 coins by trading volume. And in, let's see, here we go. Let's see. One, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Go here. All right, Tether starting off first place with, let's see, settling at $1 for a, let me see, I guess we're going volume, right? Let's see. Really didn't plan this out. Should I should have planned this out a little more. Uh... Okay, so first place, starting off with Tethers, settling at $1, and a 24-hour volume at $19.8 billion. And in second place, we have Bitcoin, settling at $9,626.35 for a $17.1 billion 24-hour volume. Third place, we have Ethereum, settling at $243.32 for a $6.2 billion 24-hour volume. And in fourth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $241.56 for a $1.9 billion 24-hour volume. And in fifth place, we have EOS settling at $2.57 for a $1.3 billion 24-hour volume. And in sixth place, we have Litecoin settling at $44.22 for a $1.3 billion 24-hour volume. And in 7th place, we have XRP, Ripple, settling at 18 cents for a $1 billion 24-hour market, 24-hour volume. And in 8th place, we have Tron, settling at 1 cent for a hour volume. At $706 million, 24 hour volume. And in ninth place, we have Ethereum Classic, 
settling at six dollars and forty-one cents for a six hundred and ninety-seven million dollar going for our volume. And in tenth place, oh, I have to sneeze. Uh... <coughs> Excuse me. All right, let's go. Yeah, and in tenth place, you have Zcash settling at fifty-eight dollars and ten cents. See what happens when you do podcasts outside in the backyard. 10th place, you have Zcash settling at $58.10. Settling at, no, for a 24 hour volume of $567 million. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 by volume. Your overall market cap is at $277 billion for an overall 0.1% loss. That said, let's get started with the crypto news of that day. Alright, Cryptonauts, let's get started with the crypto news of that day, June 21st. Starting off with the IRS tracked U.S. citizens' location data for two years. What's that? Let's see. The Internal Revenue Service of the U.S. had access to commercial database recording the locations of millions of American cell phones for two years. A major American newspaper reported Friday. A subscription to access cell phones location data from 2017 and 2018 was held by the Criminal Investigation Department of the Internal Revenue Service. The story by the Wall Street Journal revealed the data was sold to the IRS-CI by a Virginia-based tech company, Bentel Inc., which designed and developed application software so that the government agency could find and track criminal suspects. It revealed the movements of the cell phone holders. However, it did not disclose the names or the numbers of those holders and had originally been obtained by Bentel Inc. from marketing companies, such as data would have been used by companies to give them an idea of dem- uh, demographics. Friday's report added that despite having access to the data, the IRS CI was unsuccessful in tracking any potential criminals and they chose not to renew their subscription with Bentel Inc. This is not the first time the U.S. government has brought, has bought access to cell phone location data. The WSJ reported in February that the Department of Homeland Security had access to commercial database of cell phone locations data for immigration and border enforcement. Wow. Wow. Next news. Mount Gox CEO appeals to throw out, appeals thrown out in court. What? Really? Hey, U.S court has rejected an appeal from the former CEO and the defunct crypto exchange Mt. Gox to drop fraud charges. Mark Harples, who has, been in link, who has been in legal trouble since his Bitcoin exchange went into liquidation after a massive hack in 2014, asked a U.S. court in January to dismiss a fraud lawsuit against him. His exchange, Mt. Gox, was one of the biggest Bitcoin exchanges. By 2014, the Tokyo-based exchange had handled more than 70% of the global Bitcoin trading volume, but it closed down in February 2014 following the apparent theft of 850,000 Bitcoin, worth $450 million at the time. Carpels argued that Gregory Green, a former Mountain Gox customer and the last remaining plaintiff suing Carpels for fraud and negligence, had changed his argument mid-case. 
But on Tuesday, U.S. District Jury Judge Gary uh, Feinerman threw out the appeal and ruled in favor of Green. The case will now go ahead and Green's legal team will present their motion at a later date. Green, <coughs> <Excuse me. coughs> Green's, Green's case against Carpels goes back to 2014 when Mount Gox suddenly stopped trading and sought bankrupt bankruptcy protection after its wallets were drained. Green's complaint isn't just related to his own losses. He is accusing Carpels of fraud and negligence on behalf of the, of the over 24,000 former Mount Gox customers around the world who lost access to their funds when the exchange went down. Alright, let's go. Next news. Come on. Whoops. Next news is up. Oh. Let's see here. Let's go ahead and continue to load. And where are we at? Nope, load a little more. There we are. Bitcoin holds firm after disastrous start of the week. Hmm. Bitcoin fell almost $400 on Monday, but quickly recovered. The price has stayed relatively stable during the rest of the week. Bitcoin. This week held firm after a disastrous start on Monday. As of Sunday, June 21st, its price is $9,364.96, according to the data from CoinMarketCap. That's a huge recovery from Monday's dip, in which prices fell in early mornings from around $9,390 to around $9,000. Crypto trader in the US and Europe quickly dealt with the damage as soon as they'd, they'd finished their breakfast. Bitcoin's price rose to around $9,500 by the end of the day, then to the highs of $9,564 by Tuesday morning. Eh. Next news. Let's go ahead and check out the next news. For the 21st. Price of compound token continues to soar ahead of Coinbase listing. Interest in Compound's comp has continued to soar over the past 24 hours, spending, sending the value of the asset through the roof and securing its place by market cap as the biggest decentralized finance token. The value of comp, which went live for trading on Monday, has increased over 80% in the past day, surpassing popular Ethereum token Maker as the biggest DeFi cryptocurrency. The price of its comp now stands at $371.68. Its market cap is fast approaching $1 billion, according to data firm data from CoinMarketCap. Since its Monday launch, its price has shot up by 300%. Created especially for developers building open source financial applications, Compound is an algorithmic autonomous interest rate protocol that runs on the Ethereum blockchain. It is the biggest in the space, according to DeFi Pulse, $561 million is locked up in Compound's contract. Maker is the second largest, has $477 million. I don't know. Locking up money. Never sounds like a good thing to me. If your money's not free, it's not your money. Compound's new currency comp is an ERC-20 token that allows holders to vote on governance decision. Coinbase Pro announced on Thursday that comp would still be available to trade on its platform on Monday. Such announcement have in the past led to price of digital assets jumping and compound looks no different. Alright, let's go to the next news. 
next news is loading here. One more. All right. What do we got? Oh, wow. Okay. Cash is king. U.S. citizens put more money in banks than ever. Banks have more cash than ever before, largely due to the coronavirus pandemic. Figures from the Federal Reserve shows. Figured, oh, where, where am I at? Deposits have never been so high, growing by $865 billion in April alone. CNBC reported deposits in total have increased by $2 trillion since January after record amounts of cash were pumped into the U.S. market into the U.S. bank accounts to help with COVID-19 chaos. Money in the bank, money in bank accounts now stand at a whopping $15.4 trillion, June figures show. The flood of money is due to the U.S. government dolling out trillions of dollars to help its citizens with the economic hardship brought on by COVID-19 lockdowns, an unlimited bond-buying program by the Federal Reserve, and people hoarding money because of uncertain times. That money is sitting in the bank, bank accounts, the biggest U.S. bank, J.P. Morgan, Chase, Bank of America, and Citigroup, have experienced astronomical growth, CNBC reported, but there is such a surplus of cash, NBC reports, that banks don't quite know what to do with it. This seemingly endless supply of cash globally, not just in the U.S., could lead to a crash in the price of the dollar. U.S. economist Stephen Roach recently predicted. Others have said that the constant money printing could benefit Bitcoin. Huge growth in the central banks, easing and government debt could lead people to invest in alternative assets such as the world's biggest cryptocurrency. Proponents of the safe haven theory believes that Bitcoin is uncorrelated with global markets, including the US dollar, and is a safe bet in times of tough markets. Though Bitcoin crashed in the middle of March along with global markets, it has since bounced back, and it did so well before the stock market recovered. With money being handed out like never before, and people hedging their bets on other assets due to inflation. Uh, inflation possibly being just around the corner, more eyes might start to shift towards cryptocurrency. Could this be Bitcoin's moment? Bum, bum, bum. All right, Cryptonauts, that is actually all of our news for that day. So, with that said, Cryptonauts, adios.